0: You, 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 this is Everyday Celebrity Media Company, this is Everyday Celebrity Podcast, this is the first episode, we're at Hawk and Pony on Telegraph uh, in Oakland, California, nice ass spot, come here and get your like coffee for regular everyday people, I'm your host Jordan Owandi, this is a podcast about everyday niggas, everyday bitches, doing regular shit. And I started this podcast to talk to people who I thought are interesting, and I thought that the fucking masses should know about. So today I have two dudes with me that I know. Uh, I know these brothers for a minute. We met on the basketball court. And they are very successful real estate entrepreneurs. One just started his own business. One is an up-and-coming real estate agent, you know what I'm saying? So if you're looking for houses, apartments, or whatever, you talk to these brothers. Name is Tariq Lionel. Uh I'm gonna introduce Lionel first, talk to the people.
1: Thank you, Jordan, for having me on Everyday Celebrity. <clears throat> this is uh, Linell Ford, uh, representing Forty Realty. Realty. Um, we represent and uh, establish a uh, great customer service for people out there that's looking to do some real estate transactions whether it's an, an investment flip or uh, single dwellings or multi-units um, with over 20 million dollars of sales over the past three years um, it's a pleasure being here in oakland and all the way through north cal doing business
2: all right next up we got uh Tariq. How's it going everybody? My name is Tariq Holloway, I am from Berkeley, California, born and raised. Um, I'm glad to be here at Everyday Celebrity, obviously I've been knowing Jordan for a while, been a realtor a little bit over seven seven months now and um, I love it and I am excited about the topic today.
0: Nice, nice. Alright, so I want to dive into how the fuck did you guys get into real estate? You know what I'm saying? that's uh, Sales, I can't do sales. Sales, I hate sales because I don't like talking to people. I mean, that might be weird because I have a podcast, but I don't like talking to people trying to make them buy shit. So, Tariq, (laughs) tell me, how did you get into real estate?
2: Yeah, um, so I've had an interest in, in real estate for a while now. I've always wanted to actually pursue my license um one reason why is because i've always been fascinated with the history of of housing and how it affects people especially people of color and i felt that getting a license and becoming an actual realtor will help change um hopefully for the positive increase um home ownership with black people Uh and um yeah it's been it's been challenging so far um and my job is to educate people about programs that's out there that they're qualified for that they may not know that they could be qualified for to actually obtain home ownership.
0: And I How did you get into real estate? Because I've known you for for a minute now. You were like doing all types of shit. <laughs> so how did you how did you get into real estate?
1: I got into real estate probably around the age of five and <laughs> here's a story to that so my my dad being born and we were here in oakland born and raised uh-huh. um my dad used to flip homes here buy distressed pr- properties fix them up and uh rent them out and uh at the age of five since i was able to hit a hammer with a nail i always used to help my dad so that was my first entry level into real estate um helping pops around fixing up broke-ass houses in oakland and nobody won and um, and it's interesting, you know, because twenty five years later, everybody wants these broke ass houses <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> that's going for millions. I remember when they were selling for twenty five grand a piece. Now they're selling for over a million bucks. So you think,
0: you think you think you uh, think buying a house is a good investment?
1: Buying a house is a great investment. Um, is that the best investment? The best investment. If you can borrow money from your 401k or friends or family members, I highly suggest you use it as a down payment to buy your first home because that home will increase in value and and potentially make more money than you ever make from an employer. Yeah.
0: What is the highest amount of commission you ever made?
1: (laughs) Tariq, you want to answer that first?
2: Oh man, I'm out of that. Hey, you answer it, man. Uh, These niggas don't want to answer that question because I'm
0: saying they might have some bitches on the side that that are listening. But anyway, what are some of the challenges getting into real estate? Like what? What? Like what's the hardest thing about?
2: Uh, For me, I would say. Not the hardest thing to get into real estate. I mean, all you need to do is pass your license, right? Uh, um, was that test hard? The test is the, the test is difficult. I mean, I passed it the first time. So, you know, for me, it Flexing. wasn't as difficult. You know what I mean? Got to flex a little bit. But um, the the most difficult thing is, is building up your clientele, building up your business, just like any other business, right? So letting people know who you are, getting out there on the grounds, and um, letting people know that you know hey you can actually become a home owner mm. you have to just go out there and try to do it a lot of people believe they um, is this your experience too? a lot of people believe they they don't qualify yeah but in fact they may qualify but they have to take that first step to get pre-approved get a realtor get a loan officer who knows different programs I mean well the first step is credit right you gotta have good credit gotta have, gotta have good credit but even with the FHA you know you could get FHA if you have a credit score of 580 um, now for these niggas yeah, that's not necessarily that don't
0: <laughs> know highest. shit what does FHA mean because <laughs> <laughs> you speak in that le- realtor talk what's FHA go ahead brother I'll let you I'll let you take care of <coughs> it's a loan. I don't even know what the fuck that means
1: <laughs> it's a loan uh, program offered by the federal government which uh, um, only requires 3.5% um, down payment um, to to enter into a, a housing dwelling um so to touch on your question, some of the challenges for for me, um, and being a, a new agent or an agent in general is is basically time management, right? So yep. whatever you you put into something, whatever how much time you put into it, that's what you're gonna get out of it. So um, to be a, a successful agent, um, you got it's a lot of time, a lot of time commitment, and eventually, um, you know, whatever you put into it, you're gonna get out.
0: So, we live in a Bay Area, right? And it's crazy expensive here. How do you feel about, you know what I'm saying, I don't wanna be rude to all the non-colored people listening, but how do you feel about gentrification and all that shit? Cause back in the day, back in the day when I used to come out here during the summers, uh, my grandma, she lives in East Oakland. And back in the day, East Oakland was, believe it or not, was an all-white neighborhood. And then it turned into a ghetto, all-black neighborhood. And my grandma, back in the day, was the first, like, black woman to own a house in that neighborhood. And I'm talking, like, back in, like, the fucking, <laughs> I don't know, just, like, back in the 60s or some shit. When Casamont was, like, the top high school in fucking the Bay Area. Wow. Back when Tony, Tony, Tony and all them niggas was, like, dancing and shit. But anyway. (laughs) So, but now what I'm saying is the fucking neighborhood is all black now, but people are buying up those houses out there, like, left and right. Because they realize, oh, I'm going to buy this house, this cheap-ass house, from these niggas who can't afford it anymore. And then I'm just going to sit on it. I'm not going to live in the neighborhood. I'm just going to sit on it. Until like the profit I mean until like it starts getting The neighborhood starts to look better So how do you feel about How do you feel about that gentrification Basically Do you feel like it's a problem or do you Because sometimes there's good There's, good, and there's pros and cons about gentrification to me Because I mean Neighborhoods are getting built better Like mm-hmm. stores and shit Are popping up But black people are getting
2: pushed out so, what's your take on that, Tariq. Um I'm kind of like you. I have multiple feelings about it. Um, on one hand, it looks good, you know. Um, you know you see Trader Joe's popping up. you're starting to see bike lanes and cafes showing up in in areas where they never where they didn't exist at one point. Uh-huh. Um, but at the same time, those people are being um, the original natives from that community are being pushed up. Because the properties are becoming more expensive, uh, more expensive right, and less affordable, um, so it, it's it's an issue um, that's been around for a long time. I mean, that goes back to redlining, where you know black folks in specific areas won't were denied bank loans. You know, so now they're being denied job opportunities. Um, so it's an issue that needs to be addressed. Um, <coughs> And it, it sucks you know what I'm saying yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm from South Berkeley um, at one point it was yeah I know South Berkeley sounds funny right but at one point yeah. Berkeley. South Berkeley was actually 40% African American Yeah. now it's around 12-14% right mm-hmm. so um, and a lot of those black people moved to Antioch uh, Pittsburgh Sacramento places yeah. that are more affordable but longer away from jobs, so now they have to commute an hour, you know, hour to two hours to get to work. Uh-huh. Um, so, there needs to be more policies put in place for um, regulations on hey, if you're going to build in this community, you need to hire a certain percentage of people from the actual community to work for your establishment. That's what I would do if I was mayor. Or when I become mayor, that's what I'm going to (laughs) do. There you go. Since we're on that fucking subject, (laughs)
0: we're talking to a nigga who owns his own real estate business. When did you launch your company, Lionel?
1: 40 Realty was launched uh, July of
0: 2019.
1: And you are. I am the CEO. I mean, you are the CEO, obviously. All of the above. how
0: How did you. What made you decide to launch your own company? When, was, when did you like, yo, I mean, it's time. What happened?
1: Um, basically, you know, you, everyone reached a, a, reach a point in their lives where, you know, they're willing to take charge. So by me launching my company, I was willing to take charge of my life and my career. Um, no and ifs and, and buts about it. So whether I, I sink or sell, you know, this is me. This is who I am. Um, To touch on that gentrification-like question, how I feel about it, you know, growing up in North Oakland off 47th and Telegraph, today they call it Temeskow. Temeskow.
0: This is a side note. When this nigga was in the gym, right, playing ball? He was arguing with somebody and then uh what's that what's
1: that dude's name? Dark ass prior. Oh, we can't we can't mention it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> this nigga was like, yo,
0: they, they were arguing and he was like, yo, you ain't hood or something. And he was like, nigga, I'm from Forty Seventh and Telly. <laughs> like that was like Compton or some shit. But anyway, continue so, what you were saying?
1: From my lenses. <laughs> When I look at Temescal today, it's, it's beautiful. You know, you got a lot of yeah. coffee shops, you, you got restaurants, restaurant te- I mean, uh, it's, it's safe. Yeah. Um, so part of me, I feel like, wow, you know, when I was walking these streets going to school, um, I wish I would have been able to stop by one of these cafes or some coming home and, you know, from school or, or, or some or even walking, you know, having my family going, being able to walk to these, these restaurants. Um, so wait,
0: what you're saying is, is it's the neighborhood is better now.
1: Yeah. The neighborhood's better but because
0: of gentrification,
1: because of gentrification. I just wish that, you know, investors would have invested back then when I was growing up. Um, so on the flip side of that, I also, I also seen some pros, you know, to gentrification because being uh, an investor that purchases uh, distressed homes here in Oakland um, to fix them up. um, A lot of the homes that I have purchased were from black families and um, whether they've been in probate, you know, unwilled um, and split amongst family members. I have seen the impact where these families, um, African-American families do get a lump sum of money that do help, help out their future and their situation, their present situation. So, those are some of the pros. I think a lot of people do get affected that, that may have to rent in the area. Uh, so a lot of renters kind of get pushed out um, due to the uh, increase of rent and, and property values. Um, but yeah, as a, as a, as a, as a youngster from, from North Oakland, I do kind of wish... Um, some of the the renovations, what's going on back then, where I can enjoy it, where I see some of the.
0: Do you do you have any pl- employees yet? Or are you just like freshly just? I'm
1: I contract I contract with uh, partnerships amongst, uh. amongst others. Whether you're a general contractor or um, realtor or agent, mm. you know we typically do contracts.
0: And you, what, what college did you go to?
1: Went to UC Davis.
0: You play ball for him, right?
1: A little B-ball. Yeah, I played a little (laughs) B-ball. What position?
2: Point point guard? I was
1: a guard. I was born to play D and born to shoot a little bit.
2: Started? No, that nigga didn't start.
0: (laughs) This nigga told me to fucking uh, Google him one time. And I was like, no, you nigga, you didn't play no D1 basketball. (laughs) Then I Googled it. This picture came up. With no stats. I'm like, how you play basketball <laughs> with no stats? <laughs> not a whole bunch of DMPs hey. did not play. Politics. We know <laughs> I how that know goes. Why. You're good you're <laughs> not, <laughs> but Anyway. So fucking uh, real estate, right? Um, I want to own a home. I want to get a... V- I have a VA. Uh, I'm... Able to get a VA loan, right? Because I was in the military. A lot of y'all don't know that, but I mean, Google me. But don't Google me, because I don't want y'all niggas all in my <laughs> my, my business. <laughs> my business. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I. Uh, do you know anything about VA loans? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So, so VA loans. So explain, yeah, to all so, the
0: veterans like who don't who know they can get a VA loan, but don't know the process. What the fuck is the process of of getting a VA loan?
2: Well, so first you have to. Uh, you got to get all your paperwork established, right? You have to meet with a loan officer. They'll tell you, tell, I, I haven't had a VA client yet, but they will tell you everything necessary for a VA loan. But wow. I know the advantages is that there's no down payment, right? That's for everybody? I believe so. Okay. I believe so. I want to say yes, yeah. but for VA loan, no down payment. Another thing is you can use that VA loan multiple times. So it's not like, oh, I could just use it one time and that's it. You can use it for different properties that you would like to own one day.
0: Can you use a VA loan, say like you are buying a house. Say there's a house like that's like $700,000, right? And you want to buy it with your, with your sister. Can you use your VA loan and mix it in with her loan?
1: You can you can use you can apply your VA loan to your primary residence. So whether you co sign with a family member, you can use that VA as long as it's your primary residence, you can use that, that VA loan like towards that. So um
2: you it, have to be in good standings too, mm-hmm. you know. You, you can't if you got kicked out of the army, then <laughs> <laughs> it might out. not work for you man. Uh, first of
0: all, I was in so, the navy I was a top... <laughs> see, some people say a Navy SEAL uh, Okay <laughs> all right, well, You got the Those documentation up, well, but I, You should be good my DD-214 for all you veterans listening, DD-214 is in good standing I can't go back in the Navy Because they wasn't fucking with me But I left in good, good standing And if y'all yes, le- hearing sir. shit in the background Because we're at Hawk and Pony Once again So you might hear people Random names being yelled, you know, niggas is ordering coffee and shit. Come, make sure you come to Hawk and Pony on Telegraph. I don't even know the address, but shout out to them. Shout it's out, called coffee Hawk and Pony. Everyone, 40, has 40 the, everyone has a fucking smartphone, just Hawk and Pony. That's where it's at. That's where the majority of our uh, podcasts are going to be filmed. And shout out to Jason, the manager. But anyway, let's get back to real estate. All right, so you, Lionel owns his own business called Forty Realty. Tariq, do you plan on owning your own business at, That's a good w- at qu- one point?
2: That's a good question. So I'm a, I'm a realtor with Keller Williams. I didn't state that in the beginning. Um, but, yes, my goal is eventually to become a broker uh-huh. um, in the future and um, establish my own team. <clears throat> so, yes, I do plan on eventually doing that, to answer your question.
0: Do you like working at uh, that place? I do,
2: yeah. How That's long have you been there? there about eight months now. So they provide training, great mentor, Mm. ship. Who was your mentor? Uh, My mentor? (laughs) I can't say the name of my mentor right now. Actually, I can. Brian Cheek, holla. (laughs) Tuned in. (laughs) (laughs) Brian Cheek? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Brian Cheek. Shout out to Brian Cheek. Great mentor, one of the top agents in in (laughs) Oakland.
0: Okay, so he taught you all the ins and outs of
2: realty? Yeah, well, you know, we have training uh, three times a week, uh-huh. so, you know, I'm attending trainings, and what he pretty much does is guide me through the transactions, anything that I'm stuck on, I reach out to him, if it's paperwork, et cetera, and he's always there.
0: Does he work for that company, or is it just a dude that you reach out to? Oh,
2: he works there. Okay. Yeah. Nice,
0: nice. And what's the, him. how many people are in, uh, under you? I mean, not under you, but how many people are in your, like...
2: Office? Yeah. Is it a big company? It's a huge company. Yeah. It's one of the largest brokerages. I I don't know shit about real estate. It's about 150 people, man. Okay. Yeah.
0: Nice. Who's the top seller then? I am. You are? I am. That's what I'm talking about. That's
2: a lie. I'm not. But I will (laughs) be.
0: Say it. You got to say you're the top. You got to imagine yourself to be the best in order to be the best. That's true. I'm the number one podcast in the country. Everyday Celebrity is the number one podcast in the country. We're not, but you know what I'm saying? I'm going to keep saying that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Until you niggas subscribe. Everyday celebrity. But anyway. So Lionel, you own your own business. You flip multiple houses. What's the first thing you look for when you see a house that you want to like? What's the first thing you look for? What do you look Location or like the house or what?
1: Yeah, first thing. Um, yeah, Location it's number 1 and then second would be the comparable sales in so the when area so when
0: you when you're looking at location are you looking like yo this location might pop off in a few years or so are you seeing not what's there now are you seeing like in the future like are you thinking like okay this
1: location no i i see i see what's there now so um i mean i flip homes i started in the hood <laughs> north uh-huh. richmond <laughs> I started in East Oakland, you know, to test the waters. And then, um, you know, now I'm doing, you know, I'm in million-dollar neighborhoods here in Oakland. Nice. Um, so, basically, I mean, I look at what's been sold now. For example, I'll throw out some numbers. So, if, if a home in a particular neighborhood is selling for a million bucks and then there's a, a distressed property that's up for sale for like $700, i will go buy it.
0: What, what's the, what defines a distressed
1: property? Distressed properties are basically uh, properties or a house, a home that's termites uh, and shit, termites, outdated pipes, Mold. outdated electrical.
0: So you got to come in and fix all that.
1: All of it, all of it, bring it up to par, um, bring it up to what what buyers like in a particular neighborhood. Um, it seems like here in Oakland, those those higher price points, especially for for certain homes. Um, and like you work older with the homes,
0: same contractors every, every time.
1: Yeah, every time. I have my own crew. Shout out to them, Eliu Zuleta Construction. Eliu's what? Eliu Zuleta. Iliu. <laughs> <laughs> what is it called? Eliu. Okay. Yeah, E L U E L I U. He's El Salvadorian. Iliu, uh, yeah. Yeah, well, Shout he out, does to great work. Come on the show. Shout
0: out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so you do all that. Um, so they do all that. Or you just hire them to find the people to do everything?
1: Well, I hire a general contractor. And then um, a general
0: contractor is a person who finds the plumbers and electricians. Correct. Sometimes he subs out
1: whatever needs to be subbed out.
0: So you just pay him, and then he pays everyone else. That's correct. Through his his pocket.
1: That's correct.
0: That's a good way to do it. Yeah. And uh, Tariq. What I was about to ask you. <laughs> you forgot your question. <laughs> Yo, shout out to Cider Beer, you know what I'm saying? Cider Beer. Are you so feeling it right now? What's, what's at, the percent? Yeah. But um six percent? I don't know what the fuck is. Hey, right. I wish I wish Hawking Hawk Pony
1: up. was here when I was growing up.
0: What the fuck were you doing what were you doing when you were growing up? What was let's that? Let's, let's get into let's
1: get into your upbringing.
0: So you were born in the Bay Area?
1: I was born here in Oakland, California. Oakland, California. Blocks away from Hawk and Pony, where we're at right now.
0: All right. Um, and you—you uh, you have siblings?
1: Yeah, I got three other three other siblings. I'm the I'm the middle child. What so do they do? Are they um, doctors or some shit? Yeah, older older siblings. They're in the the healthcare field, and my younger brother, he's like in the the banking industry. So I'm the only one in real estate. I nice. kind of followed uh, my dad' path. And, um, yeah, tend to, tend to take it to an, another level to represent my family.
0: And you went to what college did you say you went to?
1: UC Davis. UC Davis. Yeah, go was Attics. that your
0: first choice? Or?
1: Um, it was. It was my first and last. Like, I, I wanted to be close to home. Um, you know, my parents, they relocated to uh, Dixon, California. So Davis is right next to it. I'm I'm not yeah. a mama's boy, but, you know. I gotta have like that. Though. Or, <laughs> I didn't want to be far from home. It's hard. It's hard to leave mama's cooking sometimes. So. <laughs> go to Little Caesars, nigga. <laughs> so,
0: what was college like? What was UC Davis like? A bunch college, of white people.
1: College white was girls. interesting. It was a it was a culture shock from Oakland. You go from seeing your kind, majority of, uh, of black people, African Americans, to being the only African American and you're in a class of like 200 people, 200 students. So, so you fucked
0: a lot of white girls in college? <laughs> you don't got to answer that. You play basketball. I already know. You know what I'm saying? I was a star athlete at San Diego State.
2: Oh, where are you? I know. <laughs> yeah, so
0: I already know what it's like. You know what I'm saying Google me, but don't Google me. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you graduated from Davis, and then what? You came straight up here, back?
1: So I graduated from uh, UCD, came uh, back to the Bay Area to uh, work at uh, Safeway Corporate. Um, Shout out to them for giving me an opportunity. I I mean, when I graduated in- Safeway Corporate, come on the show. Yeah. (laughs) Graduated in 2008, and that was during our last recession. Um, A lot of my peers weren't getting hired, but Safeway gave me a a shot. Um, And from there, I was able to work there for a year or two. Save up and buy my first uh, real estate uh, transaction, and that kind of mm-hmm. started my whole uh, flipping, flipping so career. When you,
0: when you first bought your, your first house, was that one of your like biggest accomplishments in life? Saying that you were a homeowner.
1: Yeah, it was. I had uh, I, I, my first purchase was in Antioch, California, and so Antioch. in the East Bay. Yeah, right. Longtree, and um, I did a FHA loan, where we were talking about earlier. Man. And I, I tapped, see, I see. and I tapped into my 401k to do so. So um, and I mean, it, was a, it was a good purchase and um, it was kind of on the upswing of the market because so I bought it at the bottom around 2011 and um, the property pretty much uh, doubled in value. And then once that was sold, the rest was history.
0: <coughs> and you, uh, are you married or are you single? What's going
1: on right now? <laughs> <laughs> thousand people watching <laughs> listening man, so. I'm married they can google me <laughs> gotta, All right,
0: when did you when did you meet your wife
1: I met her here in the uh, in the bay area so that was around 2012 okay. or so 2012 2013 give or take and um we have a beautiful daughter Zoe Ford she's uh, up and coming yeah. on the show and um five year old kindergarten um yeah, my pride and joy. Nice, nice. What yep. does your wife do? She works for the uh, the state of California, and. um
0: I mean, I know what she does. I know, I know this, I know this family personally. I'm just for oh, all you motherfuckers <laughs> who don't know. But yeah, she's a cool chick. They got a good family. But Tariq, where were you born?
2: Berkeley, man. Berkeley. Okay. South B-town. Berkeley. South B-town. Berkeley. Is there any What's hoods Berkeley in Berkeley? High? Not anymore. No. Nah, <laughs> unfortunately <laughs> not. Hey. Kep knows though. Kep's from Berkeley too. Well, he's Kep from- ain't on the show, nigga. He's the director.
0: <laughs> Shout out to Kep. Since he mentioned him, I got to say his name. Shout out to Kep. He's the, he's the directing this, doing the visuals. If you want to see the visuals, go on YouTube, Everyday Celebrity Podcast. But anyway, yeah. So you're from Berkeley. Is There's there, no hoods there now, but there was when there,
2: you were growing up, There were hoods. You, you had West Berkeley, you had South Berkeley, predominantly um, I wouldn't say hood, but I would say low-income families, uh, okay. black Mexican families. Um, and that is no longer the case. Yeah, you know what I mean? So, when I'm you? the only I'm I'm the only hood one in there now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm this the only nigga. one repping now. You know y'all who are just listening, somebody got to represent. This you nigga know? say hood, but he's in a
0: full Docker suit. <laughs> <laughs> it has Dockers on and, and Penny loafers. But anyway, I, I I support transitioning from the hood to <laughs> to not being in the hood. I'm, that's what I'm trying to. I mean. I'm this yeah, guy. Anyway. <laughs> so, did you did you go to uh, did you go to college?
2: I did. What school did you go? I did. To? I went to Langston University in Langston? Oklahoma. Yes, sir.
0: Is that a, a HBC, black college? HBCU. HBCU. HBCU oh, yes, right sir. On. Yo, a lot of people tell the people the why you should go to an HBCU.
2: So, you should go to an HBCU. Three things. All black, all black, and all black. Right. So <laughs> okay. I was educated more so. The curriculum was still a little similar, but to a regular college. But, but it's I was taught it's, yeah. by all it's black a, instructors. A, but it's
0: a yeah. It's a good thing to to learn from motherfuckers who look like you. Yeah, for like sure. Like you, like let's say you go to Cal, right, and you're you're studying African American history or whatever. You got a white guy teaching that shit. Yeah, I would feel yeah. some type of way. Yeah. Like you can be book smart, but you don't know what the fuck it is to be black. You're a yeah. white man. You're just, you just you studied us. That's all you are. Correct. Anyway, I agree with HBCU. Uh, I honestly got accepted into Clark Atlanta, but I chose not to go. Oh yeah, I chose to go to San Diego State? <laughs> I mean, I don't want to say that because what I just what I just said, I would contradict what the fuck I said. I went there to party with these with these white hoes. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, i that contradicts what I just said, but let's
2: forget that. Edit that shit. It's all good. We got to edit that cap.
0: But, uh, yeah, HBCU. All right. So you went to HBCU. Was there any black? I mean, not black. Was there any white students at the HBCU? Yeah,
2: you know what? There was uh, one guy. There's one guy named uh, Dave, I remember. <coughs> and Everybody called him White Dave. uh uh-huh. Um, he was the only white guy that actually. There's only there. one white student at, Asia, There's at your one college. White student but <laughs> yeah, you know what? Yeah. I heard it's a lot more different now. Oh, I mean, yeah. There's actually yeah. a lot more white people there, a couple of ages now. So the demographics changed. I don't know yeah. why. Maybe because it's less affordable than, you know, other colleges. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, it's definitely changing.
0: Yeah, I've seen uh, a fucking. I've seen a couple videos online. You know, HBCUs have the bands and shit. They had, they had, you know, like the steppers, whatever, what, right. what they call them, frat boys or whatever, whatever. the Step shows, step shows, yeah. There was like, <laughs> there was like white guys in the step shows. Like,
2: wow. Yeah, I saw that recently. It was a cool experience, man. I mean, you had the step shows. The bands were off the chain for the football games. Yeah. The bands would go wild. Um, Homecoming was always jumping. Um, it was just—it was a unique experience being, being around people that look like you, you know, uh, in classrooms. So, you know, closest thing you get to that is in Africa. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and, Even in uh, Africa, I, I'm, not, I, I'm not sure where I'm gonna get there. So, uh, it was a sure great there's experience. Whole Foods
0: in Africa somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> it has to be. That's where uh, Africa. Them old, <laughs> them old white women will go online in a minute. I'm trying to get you african niggas so, <laughs> so watch out for that i've been watching 90 day fiance uh, and that shit is crazy
2: i heard about that yeah i you know, seen that
0: one show. episode oh, with that, that fat ass uh, <laughs> old 60 uh, old <60-year-old laughs> white woman dating this young ass black dude and then she go to pretend like yo yeah. are you are you only here for a green card obviously the <laughs> fuck <laughs> Are you stupid? Hey, opposite of tracks. No, no, no opposite attracts. That, That's tracks. Tracks too much
1: opposite.
0: <laughs> but all right, so you, when did you graduate uh, from college?
2: I graduated two thousand and five. Two
0: thousand and five, yes, sir. So what brought you back to California?
2: Oh um, well, like him, yeah, man. I'm a mama's boy. You know, I have to get back. Damn. Get back close with the moms, you know, check in with the family. Oklahoma was a good experience, yeah. but country as hell. Yeah. I wouldn't and uh, I couldn't take any more tornadoes, to you know. So I had to come back to the earthquakes Did once you, every 20 uh, years.
0: Did like, you ever experience like a tornado or
2: anything when you were living no, out there? No, nah, no, I didn't experience that. They had tornadoes probably 20 miles away from us, but mm. we never, I never <laughs> witnessed that personally yeah. myself. Um, what about yeah, racism? No, man, I stayed in, in so Langston is its own little city, right? Uh So I never left Langston, only time I left Langston was to go to downtown Oklahoma, where it was a little more diverse, Um, never experienced any racism, no, I didn't get out that much though, I stayed in the dorms, man, I was a nerd.
0: So you came back to California right up right after you graduated, or did you, did
2: you try to like? No, nah, in- okay. Day of graduation, man. I was back out here the next day. <laughs> 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 I was out here the next day, man. It was a cool experience, but not that good. <laughs> now, I feel like every black person should experience the South, man, just because you well, fuck that, when you get man. back, man, you you're a lot more um, thankful for what yeah. you have out here. I mean, right? I used you to live in I mean?
0: Virginia for two years, really? but Virginia it's the south but the people are not southern the people are fucking like because you got a lot of motherfuckers from new york and jersey and philly that come down to virginia because the house the housing is so it's so fucking cheap to live out there so it's a country setting but the people are like east coast city city right. dudes but uh, yeah i hate the south like i hate, I hate everything about the south <laughs> but i mean I'm trying to go global so y'all niggas can listen to me.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I hate to, like North Carolina all them Confederate flags and y'all niggas just taking down statues of racist people in 2019. I don't fuck with it. Huh. But um Yeah, that's what's up. So, Lionel, what's your next plans uh
1: with your business? <clears throat> Well, my next plan... Um, I'm, where do
0: you see your business in like the next five years?
1: Oh, okay. Uh, well, at the moment, I'm, I'm, I'm getting my mortgage originator uh, license. So I'll be providing lending service as well as uh, real as realtor services as well. So I'll be like a in-house boutique service, uh, pretty much handling transactions from lending and representing clients on the, the purchase side. So that's where i kind of see myself growing into 2020 and just uh building it out from there i mean yeah. helping as, as as many uh individuals as i can and um you know preaching financial literacy along the way oh. and um, giving back to my community
2: nice nice what about you uh Tariq? um same thing man i'm always looking to grow um kind of like this brother right here. I would love to be a broker myself one day, have my own team
1: and business. You will. And, I see it.
2: You know, corporation. <laughs> you know coming. what I mean? Um, and just right now, you know, I'm still young in the real estate game, so I'm just uh, going, you know, trying to continue just to grow, learn, and um, and give back to my community as well. Is real estate your passion? Yes, sir. Is your passion
1: Absolutely. too? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I, w- I would say so. I would definitely say so. It's uh, a <clears throat> it's the first thing I think about and the last thing I think about.
0: Real estate or just being the uh, business estate. owner?
1: Real estate. Okay. Real estate. All right. Yeah. All aspects of it. So, um I would consider that a passion if you're spending the majority of your of your of your thoughts on on a whatever subject or whatever, you know, event you're joining your life, then that would be considered your passion. Just like everyday celebrity is probably yours. Yeah, yeah shout, shout out celebrity,
2: uh, shout out, shout out to Jordan. Yeah, shout out to everyday <laughs> celebrity <AKA> media, <laughs> media company. Cross some good on the, the basketball people. court. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: the company that's behind Everyday Celebrity podcast. And shout out to the people listening. Like I said, we're the number one podcast in the country. Uh, and if you wanna, if you wanna holla at me, go on the Everyday Celebrity Media Company website shoot me an email. I'm looking for an intern. I'm saying, I'm not going to pay you. But <laughs> <laughs> you're, going to be, you're going to be in charge of a lot of shit. You know What's what that be? No,
2: I'm not going to pay you, but, but you're going to be in charge. The thing lunch. is, we go, we go to grow together. we're going to grow together. You're going to
0: grow with this company. And this is going to be a multi-million dollar company within the next five years. Trust when I say this. But yeah. Um, How about go- for
2: you, Jordan? Is this your passion?
0: No, my 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 passion is basketball.
2: That's <laughs> <laughs> every guy. That's nice nice passion on guy. basketball court. But
0: uh, I'm just not tall, <laughs>
2: <laughs> so
0: that's the only reason I'm in the league. But yeah, I mean, this is kind of my being a business owner is my passion. I'm like, I'm tired of working for niggas. <laughs> Period. Yep. I was gonna say something else, but I'm just tired of working for people. I want to be—I want to be my own boss, and I think a lot of people should find what they're interested in, their passion. Because a lot of people are talented; they're just scared to fucking take that leap of faith. I've been listening to a lot of fucking Les—you know—Les Brown is. Oh yeah. He's like a motivational speaker. Yeah, I listen to that motherfucker like every morning before I start my day, Brown. He, he gets me fucking hyped.
1: Shout out to Les Brown.
0: Yeah, shout out to Les Brown. Come on the show, LB, wherever you are, <laughs> and. uh yeah, I've been listening to him, and he, he 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 gets me hyped. So if you want to listen to like a motivational speaker, I suggest you listen to fucking Les Brown. But yeah, so we're at the time of the show where uh, I let my guests just say what the fuck they want, or if they want to promote anything. So, Lionel, well, I, I mean, what do you want to tell the thousands and thousands of people listening to this podcast? Where to find you? Your social media? Uh, and if like blah blah blah
1: you can find me on uh, Linnell 40 that's L-Y-N-E-L F-O-R-D-Y on IG Facebook Twitter um, website www.40realty.com if you're looking for investing in a property or any type of real estate transactions I'm definitely your guy Make it happen. Lending to You guys need some refinancing or um, I need
0: like five thousand <laughs> <know>? dollars.
2: <laughs> we to talk about refinancing. <laughs> I mean I started
0: a fucking GoFund yo, I forgot to say this. I gotta go fund me. Shout out to them. But niggas ain't donated yet, see so what I mean? Holler at hey. me on my GoFundMe app. And I just need five thousand. So give me a hundred, two hundred, fifty dollars here and there. To <laughs> listeners. <laughs> All right, so Tariq. Yes, sir. uh, Um, Yeah, boost yourself up, promote yourself.
2: What do you want to tell the people? So, if you are a buyer or a seller or looking to lease, you can hit me up. My IG is Tariq underscore Realtor, or you can hit me up on my website at www.tariqholloway.com. I'm sorry about that. Scratch that. We got to edit that. <laughs> www.tariqholloway.kw. You're supposed to be a professional.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's it? That's how they can find you? All right, that's so it? once again, you know what I'm saying? These two brothers are up and coming in the game. If you have any questions on anything about real estate, if you want to learn shit, if you want to buy a house, if you just want talk to these niggas. They told you where you could find them. You can holler at me. I can I can, I can, I can, send you to them if you didn't understand what they were saying. But uh, And shout out to Hawk and Pony once again in Oakland. Hawk on and Pony. 4210 Telegraph Avenue. Uh, the best coffee shop, I think, in Oakland. The best. Absolutely. You know I'm saying? Come here and get you a hot coffee. This girl made me a hot coffee and she made... You know how they make the little prints <laughs> on the top of the hot coffee? Yeah. Like so, she, yeah so she made a Michael Jordan silhouette. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you winning. I'm, I'm going <laughs> to holler at her after the, after the show. She's been giving me that eye. <laughs> <laughs> she probably think I'm famous or something because I'm doing this podcast. <laughs> but Yeah, shout out to Hawk and Pony. Uh, shout out to Tariq. Uh, shout out to Lionel.
1: Forty Realty.
0: Forty Realty. And you can find Tariq. Where do, what did you say? What's your company name? <laughs>
2: <laughs> My company. I don't have a company. Yeah, well, what there. the company you work for? The company for, I, right? I work for is Keller Williams. Keller Williams. Yeah, shout Our out to website, them. website is Holloway, dot Okay. or Tariq underscore Realtor on IG.
0: Nice. And you can find me, Everyday Celebrity Media Company, dot com or everyday celebrity podcast on YouTube everyday celebrity media on Instagram or Jordan Owandi on Instagram. Uh yeah hit me hit me up DMs ladies (laughs) we're trying to get uh I'm trying to get a fucking uh assistant you know what I'm saying (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. So, once again, thank you, Hawk and Pony. Thank you, Tariq. Thank you, Lionel, for coming on the first show of Everyday Celebrity Podcast. And, yeah, check us out. I mean, we're going to be on all platforms. iTunes. Mostly iTunes. So, just look for iTunes. And this is the end of the show. Holla. All right.
2: Peace.